And welcome back to Sunset Flip Radio, a podcast about the art and sport of professional wrestling. I'm your co-host, Thomas Lisi, as always, joined by Alex Drain. Alex, what's up? Hey, Tom, what's going on? Good morning, guys. Good morning to everybody out there in the video scope, <laughs> yeah. in the words of Macho Man Randy Savage. Now, this is a big day for us. Uh, this is our first Facebook Live show. Uh, we talked about this from when we started the podcast oh, seven, seven weeks ago. Yeah, it was like around Cinco de Mayo. Yeah. Like that. Whatever that week was. Yeah, we talked about going live and we talked about giving the viewer <laughs> Yeah, giving the viewer a little insight of what we do. Luckily the room is small, so hopefully you can hear us pretty good out there. Yeah. And and if not, uh, you can just listen to us uh, later when we upload the podcast. Absolutely. But thanks now, for tuning in. Yeah, thank you for good tuning morning. in. Good morning. Hope you're enjoying your coffee. Happy Father's Day out there. Mm-hmm. Father's Day. Um So before we go into talking about wrestling uh if you have any questions about wrestling during the facebook live you can always ask we have it scrolling up right now so uh we are watching ourselves as we speak so if any questions alex is gonna uh it's on delay by the way so yeah <laughs> you gotta give us a second to react to yeah it. so alex is gonna uh shout you out go over the question oh, what, and a, then... oh what a good wife christine is watching oh christine is watching hey, what Chris a great wife christine make sure you turn that corn yeah <laughs> My wife's grilling corn right now. At and uh, 930. No, <laughs> she's prepping. <laughs> she's prepping the corn. <laughs> she's like, how do I do it? <laughs> like, prepping the corn. What is she like? When the utils, remember we used to have the utils? Oh, my all God. Eight of them? Do yeah. You, like, four cases of corn. Oh, my God. Oh, good we got it done so fast, though. <laughs> I loved it. So. We had to do it three times a week. Monday, Wednesday, Friday. <laughs> People are listening like, is this a cooking show? Right. It can be. <laughs> it can be if you want. I'm sure we can find a hot plate and plug it in somewhere, but actually every... I don't, th I don't think we have enough we don't, outlets no, here. <laughs> this is the room that I grew up in. Uh, I was in this room till I was like 11 years old, and there's like two outlets in here, so we have like three surge protectors going on right now, and just a lot of stuff being plugged in, but... Um, a lot of electrical tape. A lot of electrical tape, yeah. So, let's talk about wrestling. That's yeah. that's why we're here. We're talking about... It's, um, not, it's not coffee talk? No, it's not coffee talk with Linda, Linda Richmond. Richmond. <laughs> uh, talk amongst yourselves. Yeah, talk amongst yourselves out there. Uh, well, let's talk about wrestling. Let's yeah. talk about uh, coming off the heels of Backlash. All right? That was a pretty big pay-per-view in the eyes of Vince McMahon because he advertised the greatest wrestling match ever. Yeah, because he calls it wrestling for once. Yes, he called he it wrestling. Does that, right. Mm, yeah, he never really uh, talks about wrestling. <laughs> and it's wrestling now. So... Before we talk about the ninjas and we t before we talk about the double countouts and before we talk about all the stuff we didn't like about Backlash, we're going to talk about what we think is the greatest wrestling match ever. Now, when we talk about greatest wrestling match ever, what makes a wrestling match great? In my opinion, one of the biggest things is telling a story, right? Correct. Without a story, the match can get lost in the weeds. Viewers kind of tune out a little bit. They look at their phone, whatever it is. Um, yeah, so, today's world, the short attention spans and everything, you know. Oh, yeah. You got to always kind of keep changing things for people, mm -hmm. um, uh, doing new things to keep people engaged. It's all about engagement. Back in the day, you didn't really have to do that as much because they were vested in it. That's what they wanted to see. Um, people really cared a lot more than they do now. Let's be really honest about yeah. it. And back in the day, when we talk about story buildups, 
there wasn't no internet. There wasn't no Facebook, no Twitter, no Instagram, no Snapchat. So most of the stories that were being built were being built on superstars, mm-hmm. wrestling challenge. There was no Raw. There was no SmackDown. Nope. There was only four pay-per-views. So when we talk about the greatest wrestling match ever, we got to talk about the stories that led into that match. So like a good example, we talked about it in episode three. Uh, cream of the crop, the Macho Man experience is Ricky Steamboat against Macho Man at WrestleMania three. Right. Now that match is definitely one of the greatest matches right. in history, like a the history of match. WWF. Yeah, yeah, and quite possibly be one of the greatest matches in wrestling history. But what made it so great was the story that that was built up to it. Right. And I know because I was listening to the podcast the other day, and you talked about whole, the whole ring bell incident, right? Yeah. And how that. You know, that sell by Steamboat and how Macho Man crushed the throat of of uh, of Steamboat that led as an angle into the match that ran for about four weeks. So whatever their taping was uh, like, that's how long they they let this feud kind of build until you got to WrestleMania three, which, you know, we know things we will watch Raw. You'll text me and be like, oh, well, where'd this come from? Well, back in the day, they just built and built and built to everything, and then you hit that final peak, and then that was the match. Now, they don't do any builds anymore because nobody lets anything get any further than a week or two. Yeah. So everything seems very rushed. The only thing that didn't seem rushed lately was um, the greatest wrestling match yeah. ever. <laughs> now, the greatest wrestling match ever started at Royal Rumble, made it a couple pit stops with promos on Raw, and then... Again, even picked, on SmackDown too. Even on SmackDown, yeah, and picked up with a forty-five minute WrestleMania match, which I kind of fell asleep after twenty-five minutes. Um, and then more promos, more promos, telling a story, telling a story, match. Yeah. So we talk about greatest wrestling matches, and for me, a couple of them are Steamboat Savage. Another great match, WrestleMania twenty-one, was Kurt Angle against Shawn Michaels. Now. That was a great example of utilizing two of your best guys in the industry. Both of those guys didn't have any programs. They weren't going for any belts. One no. was on Raw. One was on SmackDown. Yep. So Kurt Angle was kind of carrying SmackDown at the time, and Shawn Michaels was kind of one of the head guys on Raw. Yeah. And Was Shawn Michaels in between at that point, meaning like he was just coming back from his injuries and just well, he, getting going? At well, kind of. He wrestled at 20. You're he was part right, of right. The, uh, the triple threat match with Benoit, Triple H, and himself. So... Coming into WrestleMania 21, there was a great story uh, leading into it. it was sexy Kurt. Sexy. <laughs> I'll make your ankle hurt. I'll make your ankle hurt. <laughs> he even brought out Sensational Sherry. Yes. And that was probably the last time she was on uh, WWE television. It was. Yeah, it was one before she got inducted to the Hall of Fame. Correct. Correct. But just telling the story of of bringing out Sherry and bringing out his past and singing over his theme song. And, and I mean, that promo of him singing sexy kurt which is, is probably how we should should have started the episode yeah. this week maybe we'll do it for next week maybe yeah but that promo was phenomenal yeah and that was all just angle i think going off the top of his head i mean he was a funny guy like when he wore the little cowboy hat and sang uh with stone cold right in the locker room yes yes because he had a <laughs> jimmy, jimmy crack corn and i don't care <laughs> And, like, I mean, the milk truck was hilarious. Like, he just had some great, like, funny moments. Yeah. Very an underrated comedy but guy. But it wasn't then. over the top. It fit for what was going on. Absolutely. Like it was perfect. You know? Yeah, absolutely. So, this buildup 
was great because Angle calls out Michaels, Michaels calls out Angle, a couple sneak attacks, Shawn Michaels dresses up as a cameraman and super kicks Kurt Angle. And this is going on for six to eight weeks, which is typical WrestleMania buildup for big matches once the Royal Rumble ends and then you have... Then you have a meaningless pay per view in between where nothing happens, and so then that you have was WrestleMania. Like January through about March, give or take. Yeah, yeah. So it all culminates at WrestleMania 21, and it was a brand versus brand match, just two wrestlers going, and these two wrestlers that went were, you know, two of the best workers at the time. Right. And it went about 25 minutes, and it was just between between moon salts and ankle that and um. And flying elbows that Michaels is doing, and just just the way they work together was unbelievable. Kurt Angle says one of his top five matches in his career. Oh, he actually remembers that. Match. He does okay. remember that match. I did see him at I Play America, and I asked him a question about the SummerSlam match where it was a triple threat with him, Rock, and Triple H, and Triple H, and him went through the table too early, and he got a concussion. And he looked at me and said, "I don't even remember what you're talking about." And I was like, "Oh, geez," but he did talk about the 21 match with um with Michaels at the Q&A that I was at. And and the the thing that he talked about so much about Michaels is how much of a of a phenomenal athlete he was and how much he soaked in WrestleMania being Mr. WrestleMania. He always had great WrestleMania matches. Right. And and Angle just him and him and Michaels just delivered. So I mean for me that's that's one of my favorite wrestling matches of all time. Um, I really, I really enjoy the two Undertaker Shawn Michaels matches at WrestleMania. Again, WrestleMania both with Michaels. So three of my, of three of my favorite matches of all time include oh, Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels. <laughs> so I, I don't think you like him. No, I mean, you know, what was really fun about Shawn Michaels growing up. I liked him. Um, I liked him when he was a heel against Razor before he turned face. I liked him then. I mean, I loved the Rockers when I was a kid. Yeah. I mean, Shawn Michaels to me is is definitely top five WWF slash E of all time, mm. in my opinion. I know he had that rough that rough patch where he had to find himself. Oh yeah, well he found Christ. He he did he did I found Jesus. Oh, Jesus. And um no, but I mean that that match told a great story, delivered in the ring. But then again, there's times when when stories get told, but the matches are kind of eh. It it all depends on who you're working with, in my opinion. Yeah. Right. So, well, they know that, you know, like they know going forward, they're like, all right, you know how far you're going to get with somebody yeah. um, when it comes to what their ability is and what mm-hmm. you can do. So, you know, those things really help, you know, if you gel well enough, you know, your story could suck, but by the time you, that bell rings and if you tell another story in the ring, which is completely different, then, you know, you could have greatness on your hands. Oh yeah, absolutely. And another great match I mean, I talked about it before. It's Bret Hart versus Owen Hart at WrestleMania 10. That match went a half an hour. And again, the, a story was told. Owen, it was about the two brothers pitted against each other. Yeah. Stu and his uh, and the mom. Was Helen. The, Helen yeah. were out in the crowd, right? And like the 14 kids that they had. And yeah. uh, Owen being the youngest. And that was like his motivation and drive. Because they performed at the Survivor Series before that. It was him and Bret and two of their brothers against, uh, I think it was Shawn Michaels and just three other random wrestlers. And I think Brett accidentally knocked Owen out of the match or whatever it was. And then it, the story was told about how Owen, you know, so 
uh, being uh, the younger guy. Yeah. So if yeah. that's Survivor Series, that's November. That's Thanksgiving. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All the way until that's six months. Probably that w- at this time these were in March. So in March, yeah, five that's months. Long, that's a long time. Yeah, and the story that was told was that Owen's the younger brother, and he never gets enough credit, enough attention. You know what I mean? So right. that, and then him going over on Brett. Brett walked out with the title that night. Mm-hmm. Come on, that's huge. Again, Owen Hart should have been champion. We said that before, but right. I mean, so I mean, I can go for hours and hours and hours about what I think the greatest matches are and what makes a great match. But, you know, for me, uh, Steamboat Savage, I really enjoy Brett and Owen Hart and uh, Angle, Michaels, and the two Undertaker, Michaels matches. I mean, there's tons of other great matches that I enjoy. I mean, any Undertaker WrestleMania match, I think from... Stone Cold Bret Hart. Oh, God. I was watching that uh, God. like Wednesday night. What do you Thursday. think? Tell me about that match. What do you think? Oh, I love it because it's a double turn, but it's... You really have to, like, pay attention to 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 get it. Um, the reaction with Brett comes out. <clears throat> Everybody loves him. Stone Cold is just coming to into his own at that point. Yeah. Um, and the Attitude Era is like pretty much begins after that bell ring, uh, rings for the second time. It's like the, the pot. It's like the water is in the pot, and you just turn it on. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's it's it's, yep. Yep. it's getting to the boiling point. And <laughs> that's another macho man. Then when it get to the boiling <laughs> when point, get to the boiling point, brother. <laughs> um, the other night I was just watching random macho man promos. Oh, you like to do that? Yeah, I love watching promos on YouTube. Too. It's just just for fun because they need, they always make like laugh. a yeah they they make like a forty minute compilation, which is just great. But the best one I told you before, it's like when somebody compiled him just breathing heavy. <laughs> it's fucking amazing. I love it. It's the best. Oh, he he was so good. But back to back to the um that match. Yeah. Um, you know, we all know that Crimson Mass, that that infamous picture, Stone Cold's face, he's in agony. Shit, I think he's missing a tooth it looks like. Yeah. Or maybe it's just the blood coming down. Yeah. Um when he's in the sharpshooter and he just passes out. And it, and it was it was awesome. And I, and I love it. Yeah. The um I just lost the Facebook live feed in Alex's phone, so no, it's fine. yeah, it's fine. The um, I I just like the story that they were telling leading up into that, and then from where they went, obviously you didn't know where they were going. No, um, you but, didn't know. You know where we can talk about it now, of course. Um, it, it's just great, you know that um, you were able to see. <laughs> it's fine. Whatever. Uh, this uh, double turn. Yeah. That I didn't really see coming when I was watching back then, um, but. I guess now writing was on the wall because, you know, Brett eventually would end up leaving uh, yeah. soon after that. Yeah. The Montreal screw job. All right. And Stone Cold just, God, he dominated. He just came into his own, man. He became his, this force. Yeah. And I love it. And I love Stone Cold. I love Stone Cold. I, you know, I was a huge Stone Cold kid. If you didn't walk around <laughs> holding a, a toy belt. Yeah. Walking hard and kind of like shaking your head, you know, kind of how, how he does. I yeah. Do it all the time. Or if you didn't, you know, or another thing I know I would do, uh, um, you know who would do it best? Uh, my buddy Giovanni. He loved Shawn Michaels. So he would always do, you know, how Shawn Michaels comes up to the ramp. He does that like leaning leg thing and then he does his pose. Oh, yeah. Where he flexes. He flexes. He slants over. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, do, I, that, I do, that all the time. do it all the time. I do that all the time. I, 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 now you got to get out of the shower. You do it naked in front of your wife. Forget about it. Two things I do. <laughs> one is that. You hurt and hurt yourself. I hurt myself. And the other one would be the Val Venus with the towel. 
with the towel and then the twirl off. With the, the with the little twirl at the end. <laughs> and <laughs> God, I hate you. <laughs> Just imagine that. No, I don't want to, thank you. <laughs> imagine imagine a man my size doing the doing the, the Val Venus twirl. And somehow you would manage to mess up your ankle. Yes. Your my knee the knee is better. How's, I'm not. <laughs> how's those creamy hamstrings? I am not. The pulled hamstrings gone. I'm not wearing the knee brace anymore. So we'll I, wait till he gets out of this chair and to see where he. Yeah. Oh, I'm 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 a gimp. I'm gimpy. But, he asked me to turn the light on and off just to see because he couldn't get out. Well, just because like I, I'm in like the perfect position right now, so I'm um, I'm pretty comfortable. But but back to back to what we when we say greatest wrestling matches of all time. We got to talk about Ric Flair and some of the matches that he had with Steamboat and some of the matches that he had with Dusty. Now, these guys would just go straight for an hour. Mm-hmm. There would be an hour time limit and then it would be a draw. But in that hour, like matches with, with Steamboat and Flair, they didn't stop. Like Flair, Flair was in great shape. Like he can go for an hour and not have a lot of not let to have not have a lot of rest holds, not yeah. have a lot of time on the mat. It was always constantly moving, especially with Steamboat. And like right. w- when we saw Steamboat and Savage, he was a high flyer. He was kind of one of the early high flyers after after Snuka. Mm-hmm. You know, Snuka was kind of the the first one, and Steamboat did a lot of aerial attacks. But just to go for an hour straight, like yeah, some some of the matches, kick off the top. yeah, some of those classic matches together were were just phenomenal. Now, if we talk about today's wrestling, speaking of a phenomenal. The match of Brian and Styles. Oh, I watched it back because we were here. Because we were here. We recorded. So yeah. I watch it back before I deleted it. Cause that I space on my DVR. <laughs> definitely early match of the year candidate. Yeah. That. Oh. And actually, they piggybacked off. That was a great uh, um, debut for Matt Riddle too. It was. That was a great match. Also. That was a very good match. I was surprised so was with the whole debut row, of Matt Riddle. AJ Styles came and crushed it yeah. against two people who can really, really wrestle. Yeah. It was awesome. It he was win- great television. He game. wins the title, right? I really wish that he won the title, did that little coronation thing, put the title on the line, and lost the way he did. Clean. Uh, oh, man. Imagine losing a Riddle. Imagine Riddle being the Intercontinental Champion. Well, that's like Cena losing to... Uh, uh, Kevin Owens. And that's like Paige beating AJ uh, Lee. AJ Lee, yep. Paige got called up. Double champ. Yeah, she won in like 45 seconds. Mm-hmm. But that AJ Styles, Daniel Bryan match, that was just technical wrestling. Yeah. Technical wrestling. They both look so... They're so good. They really are. Like, AJ Styles is carrying SmackDown. Yeah. And he's Hands down. 40-something years old. Yeah, even when he was the U.S. champ, he was carrying SmackDown back in the day. Honestly. Well, he's he, the champ that runs the camp. Yeah, he, he is the number one wrestler in SmackDown. He just he can have a good match with anybody. Yeah. Anybody. And even though the Undertaker match was stayed, that's well, it was taped and it was, you know, they had their spots. I mean. It was still good. It was still great. Yeah. Honestly, he, when you talk about great wrestlers right now in, like, the world, everyone talks about Omega. Everyone talks about. Omega Okada. Okada. Yeah. You know, and when you talk about the best wrestler, the best overall wrestler, Zack Sabre Jr. Yeah, like that. You know, right now in WWE is hands down AJ Styles. The guy delivers everywhere. Yeah, 
He can he can he was in a rough patch with the OC where he wasn't wrestling that much. No, and he, he had was feuds. just doing silly promos. Yeah, in the back. when when we saw him at Raw in July, he was having feuds with Ricochet and oh. the OC. Yeah, and again he was just delivering. Yep, ridiculous. Honestly, speaking of Ricochet, that's the first time he's been mentioned anytime. I <laughs> by love, anybody. I love Ricochet. Oh yeah, Tom, show them since we're on camera. <laughs> do can't. your ricochet thing. I'm not doing the ricochet. We got. Thing. We went to uh, Money in the Bank, the chair that I'm sitting on, and WrestleMania, and WrestleMania. But <laughs> no, oh, you did do it at WrestleMania. I did do it at WrestleMania you did it in the parking lot <laughs> yeah. after a couple uh, white claws. Yeah, stuff. a couple uh, cherry vodkas and monster. Oh, cherry vodkas. Yeah, but ricochet. <laughs> He's just the shovel's there. The dirt's laid out. Who's, who's digging the hole? I don't know. A it, lot who, of people, apparently. Well, we all know who who's always digging the hole. It's Vince. No, it's Vince. Yeah. Especially with Heyman out. Heyman was a big ricochet guy. Yeah. So, I mean. The guy's dead in the water now. Again, yeah, dead in the water. Now, I'm very surprised that Riddle had that debut because all these allegations that came up now. They couldn't take it out of the show. Remember, these are all taped. Yeah, these are all and taped. And that was part of the first segment. So, mm-hmm. that means you have to cut that whole segment out. That was twenty. It. it was like twenty five minutes, thirty minutes. Yeah, it's the first half hour. Yeah, of the show. Yeah, first half hour of the show, and yep. and like like all this news that came out of all these different wrestlers, not just from WWE, but like a couple from AEW. A lot of a lot of women are coming out saying that they were sexually harassed. There was a couple of rape allegations, like some some really scary shit. Yeah, and the whole the whole thing with Riddle is Riddle's married. Yeah, his wife is jacked. Yeah, his, his wife's in very good shape. And, like, even his wife, first thing she said was it's not true. Apparently, it's a stalker that's going after the, the Riddle family and they, all this stuff. It's been going on for about two years. Like yeah. His, he put out a statement through his um, lawyer, or mm-hmm. his lawyer did, and he just, like, tweeted the picture or whatever of the um, of the legal head. Yeah. And it's something that's been going on for about two years. So it's not that he didn't know, nor did his wife, because it's the Riddles are mentioned in that. Um, like paperwork basically. Um, so they knew. So this is probably something completely different from everybody else. Um, but yeah, it was crazy because at the beginning of the day, if you're following like wrestling blogs, it's saying they're pulling the segment, and then I think like an hour and a half, two hours before, they're like, no, it's in there, and you didn't know what it. was going on. Hell no, no, I didn't because ex- you're expecting him to come out to some jobber who's already in the ring and just yeah. wrestle. So that's what I thought they were going to pull. I didn't know he was part of the first segment, which was awesome. That was SmackDown for me. If that's all I watched, that yeah. was great. What was the main event? Uh, oh, there wasn't a main event. No, 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 no. no. Uh, we'll, we'll get, oh, we'll get that's, there. We'll get that's, there. I'm wearing my Fiend shirt it's today. It's your boy. Your I'm boy. wearing my Fiend shirt today for a reason because... We have um, to stop and think a lot. That's I, I, I want to I dive into that. And I mean, like talking about SmackDown, like you know, I, I mean, we're gonna hit the the most crucial points because there was a lot of there was some fluff, there was some <laughs> character building, a lot of jargon, a lot of jargon, a lot of arguing. Right. But like the way that Riddle would, the way that the way that Riddle debuted, right? Hopefully, creative keeps him in that level. Like hopefully they don't have him fall down a little bit. You know what yeah. I mean? Try to keep him up there. Because if that was Heyman, if, if, like if if that was Heyman's call and the Heyman had that plan, you know what's gonna happen, right? He's gonna get buried. No, you've seen his feud, right? Where it's gonna it's gonna be with Corbin. Corbin. 
Yeah. You've seen that happen yeah. outside the ring. Feed him to Corbin. Again, smart because Corbin's very safe. The reason why they're doing that, he beat AJ clean with the Bo Derek. I love that. Yeah. I love the name of that movie. Um, if you don't know who Bo Derek is, go Google it. Mm-hmm. Um, beat him clean, one, two, three, middle of the ring. And he's like jawing outside with Corbin. And they have like a little interaction. So you know that's where they're going to keep him off of AJ because he technically handled that. Yeah. And come back to that, meaning that he might be the one to take that championship off AJ at a later date, knowing that he beat yeah. him clean. He beat the champion clean, so if I use WWE logic right, <laughs> although you can just ask for a title match and pretty much you become the number one contender. Yeah, which is... If you beat somebody clean, that means that you have a one-up on them and you should rightfully be next in line to challenge them. But that changes every week. Ask me again next week. I'll give you another. Yeah, answer. I mean, I, I if that's the case, then maybe SummerSlam, maybe to build up the card. I'm about that. But, you know, wait, hold on. Now everything with Corbin goes about six to eight months now. He'll he'll face Corbin Extreme Rules four times. Four times. <laughs> no, we'll we'll see. Now now that's smart for them. That that's a good call. Again, Corbin is very safe. He's a safe wrestler. A lot of wrestlers have said that before. Right. He's good to work with. He's a veteran now. And I think that's a good feud for uh, that's a good feud for Riddle. You don't want to see Riddle come in and beat like, and they're both you know, tall. You know they have a presence in the ring yeah. too, which is nice. Like if I saw Matt Riddle beat guys like like names were like something random like Joey Schmutz, you know what I mean? <laughs> hey, that guy can go, man. <laughs> you know, such some random Joe Schmo for for five weeks and and one and a half minute matches. I don't want to see that Joey Schmutz. <laughs> I don't know why it's the first name I thought of. <laughs> Joey Schmutz. You surprised me. I know. <laughs> Joey Schmutz. How many people are watching right now? Only three. Only three. And one of them is myself. <laughs> I know my wife was sleeping, so thanks. One of them. <laughs> but she wasn't feeling good. I wonder so. if Christine's still watching. She's probably still doing the court. <laughs> I came in and I asked him. He was like, "Oh yeah, where?" I said, "Hey, where's Chris? Where's Christine?" He's like, "Oh, she's outside." Um. She's she's rolling. I'm like, like like a blunt, and he's like, no, she's rolling corn. I'm like, what? she's she's rolling corn on the cob. Cause... And I'm like like Mexican tree corn. He's like, no, just buttered corn in a foil pack. Like whatever. they're gonna I'm grill like, it later. And I'm like, fucking early as hell grilling corn. This yeah. is the same guy who'd probably whose wife would probably be outside mowing the lawn at 6.50. That was me this morning. I no. vacuumed the pool. I vacuumed the pool at 6.30. I because... thought you were going to say you vacuumed my lawn. No. <laughs> I vacuumed the pool at 6.30 because I, I had to set myself up strategically. So I got For the later. table out. I wiped the table out of all the stuff. I got my coffee. Are you having people over? Yeah, my father-in-law. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and uh, Christine's oh, sister. I said uh, happy Father's Day. Absolutely, yeah. Happy Father's Day again, everybody out there. Hey. Any dads watching, which... Apparently totally there aren't. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hopefully some people ask us questions. That'd be cool to answer a couple of wrestling Maybe questions. Maybe next time we do this, we'll do this at like nine at night. Yeah. You know. That was a good idea, maybe. Well, All right. Well. It's the first time for everything. There's a first time for everything. This is always like a dry run. You know, maybe next time you see us, we'll have strobe lights and smoke and entrances. entrances. <laughs> <laughs> good music. Yeah, good music. Um, I'll just come out to my brother's music. Yeah. Shout out! Shout out to Will hey, again. Thank you for thank the audio. You. <laughs> thank you for setting us up because we would be completely lost. Oh, without happy you. Father's Day! Yeah, it's a dad to uh, happy two Father's beautiful Day. daughters. There you go. So, 
now, now when we t- again greatest wrestling match, let's talk about the Edge and Orton match. I feel like that's the only thing we should talk about. Backlash. We'll, we'll throw some comedy in there of the ninjas and stuff, but no, you're good, you're good. But um, the ninjas, the ninjas. <laughs> but like, okay, let's I mean, talk- the name of this episode is. Uh, what did we title it? Uh, I wrote it down. Yeah, you wrote it down. <laughs> you was, you looked at me. Rest holds, count outs, and ninjas. Count outs, rest holds, and ninjas. Yeah, ninjas, like yeah. That. And we'll talk about why that, we called that it like was, that. Yeah. Yeah, but like the Edge and Orton match. Okay. The MSG little. Uh, now, hold on. Okay. <clears throat> Do we want to start with that? Because, I mean, if we're going to talk nostalgia. I like. I'll, I'll preface this by saying, did you watch it again? No. I watched it not completely through, just kind of ran right through just yeah. for points and stuff. Better than – Tom came over to my house. We watched Backlash. We tried to watch it outside. That was an epic <laughs> fail, so I had to bring we, it We were an hour behind, but yeah. it was fine. Which is – Which is perfectly fine for that. Watch the pay-per-views live, and if you don't watch it live, watch it five minutes after it finishes airing and then restart it. Words of the wise – do it yeah it's the best way anyway um i watched it back bits and pieces and i thought it was a lot better than um what you and i me too i think we were just so pissed off and disgusted from like the rest of everything that happened on i saw highlights of it and it kind of it kind of a lot of people on the internet and like people on like the guys on busted open they fucking love that yeah i was like okay so i missed the boat here and that's why i went and watched it back and i was like actually it was it was a good match it was a lot of callbacks because you've seen they tried to put away people with other oh god yeah and stuff you know oh, like, that, that was the last like six minutes of it. it was just like throwing out rock bottoms and pedigree pedigree right yep. and a rock bottom and yep. now the like punt he the did punt. the punt and he did it two fucking nights in a row the punt now that's gonna be i think we're that si- was rough I, the one he hit on christian that was beautiful that was great leg, camera sla- work. leg slap Le- city right so that's <laughs> ironic um but Fucking A, dude. That was great. We are slowly seeing the Legend Killer uh, gimmick come back. Oh, I'm about it. That was... That was that was great. That was the, the words, best Randy. In That's the words Randy. of Michael Cole, vintage. 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 Vintage, vintage, vintage Randy Orton. Legend Killer. Come on. Undertaker said that... He should have went down with that. Undertaker said... I, I don't mind Orton beating me. Orton said no. Orton said wow. no. Edge said no. Yep. Edge said no, and he talked about it recently. Yeah. Uh, one of the shows. Under, uh, Edge Wait, was like, I, I, ha- I have to watch the other uh, last ride. So <laughs> Edge's reaction tonight. Edge's reaction was like, "What are you kidding me? I'm not doing that. Right. <laughs> like he, I don't want to be that. guy. <laughs> I don't want to be that guy. But and I mean, Brock was like, "Yeah, I'll yeah, do but it. I'll do it <laughs> <laughs> if you pay me. Yeah, if you pay me. But like." Vintage. I keep saying vintage. Okay. Tommy Cole. Yeah. Legend Killer Orton. That work was just ridiculous. Ridiculous at that time. What he was doing. Oh, my wife is watching. Oh, hello. Hey. Hey. Um, That's slowly oh, coming back. Garrett from uh, Seabrook. He's nice. Too. Hey, hey Garrett. Garrett. What's going on, brother? So that that's coming back. And if that comes back, that's going to come back strong. Think about it. He took out Edge. Edge is out for eight months with a tricep injury. He took out Edge's best friend, Christian. And all of a sudden, Ric Flair's heel. That was weird. I didn't understand that. Well, I... The evolution tie-in, maybe? 
I mean, it's it's Ric Flair. Are we gonna see Ric Flair go, come out back, now? Go right, it doesn't matter. Are we gonna see Ric Flair come out with Orton, or is Orton gonna punt Ric Flair? I don't know if I want to see that. I mean, that pa- guy almost died like three years ago. I mean, ago. Batista dragged... Remember when Batista dragged Ric Flair out to set up the build with Triple for the, H? Yep. For, for the Ric Flair farewell party. night, yep. whatever it is? No, it was his 70th birthday yeah. party or something. I mean, that if he punts Flair again, that's great. What, if, I just hope it's believable. Yeah. I mean, the camera angle will be kind of weak, but... Like, if I'm doing creative, I'm bringing that whole Legend Killer thing back. Yeah. And I'm bringing it back strong. And I'm bringing it back, like to the point of. Well, where do you? How many other legends are around that you can like, do that? Well, to? no, that's that's the point. Like that, that's the hard part. Like, who else are you gonna have? Kurt Angle. Uh, <clears throat> Ric Flair. So here, here's the thing. There's only so many legends you can kill before you become a legend yourself, yeah. and somebody wants to kill. I you think. Too. I think. Orton's a 13-time champ, right? He he. You think he'll get another run with the belt? I know you actually said that to me. He should. Said that to he me will. On Sunday. Absolutely, yep. he will. If this character, if if this character that he's doing, well, he could be the next opponent for Drew. I, which is kind of like what I was reading. Yeah, well, because Owens isn't there anymore. Owens took himself out. Yeah, because of all the because of stuff. because of the of that developmental guy getting positive Corona test. Owens took himself out. I mean, Owens is going to go after the U.S. belt. Yeah, but. Now, like, I mean, Lashley's going to be in the fold for a little bit, but once Lashley's done, Orton is a great contender for that title belt. And I would not be mad if Orton took it off McIntyre. I would not be mad at all. Huge behemoths standing yeah. in the middle of the ring. And I, come oh, man. I, I think I'm liking Orton now. I you mean, didn't I like him before. I've always liked Orton. I've, I've always liked Orton only because I knew that he can deliver every time. I mean, we know what our wife's perspective is. Oh, uh, my wife loves Randy Orton. Uh, as does mine. My wife loves Randy Orton. But like if you if you really look at the past like ten years and of wrestlers who always delivered who were always there he's the most consistent he's the most consistent guy as long <clears throat> damn as long as he has vested interest yeah and Triple H has said that he could have been so much better than he was if he put in more effort earlier yeah and cared a little bit more what when he was doing the 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 Greenwich like back in the day when he was like the blue blood. No, no, no. I'm talking about Randy. Oh, Randy oh said, I thought you were talking about Triple H. No, I'm sorry. Randy said that about um, uh, uh, Triple H said that about Randy Orton. Yeah. That if he put a little bit more effort back into the Evolution days and and put he it all together, young, he, he was young though. He was young. 23. He lived his gimmick because he was that character in real life. Probably still is. But yeah. Not anymore. He, he's got he, kids and he stuff, was the so. youngest. Uh, he's the, the youngest, youngest champion, champion of all time. Correct. He beat Benoit at SummerSlam, and then the feud with. My wife's an asshole. You're an asshole. Hi, Aubrey. She said, RK Obi. Oh, God. Oh, I think we brought that sign. Yes. RK Obi. It was at the time, it was RK Obi, my fiance. It was before we got married. That Was that when I brought the sign that said, Turn my page? Yes. And she looked at it and you were like, Page! Oh, my God. Because I was the only one that stood up for Page in the entire section. I had a paid shirt. It's a paid shirt. I have a paid shirt. Do you still have that shirt? I do. It does. Yeah. It's 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 a schmied. Oh, it's a schmied. It's a schmedium now. But um, you can put it on the grill and roll it. Yeah. In it. <laughs> it says "Scream for me" with like this with Paige's face and like snakes coming out of it, and 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 I had this. I had the great idea of writing a sign that said "Turn my page," and we it, saw it on TV. You wrote that at home, right? Uh, yeah, at your house. And I colored it in at your house. I remember. Yeah. 
Yeah. And Christine had a John Cena sign. The, oh, boo boo to boo. boo, boo so to this boo. is the first boo boo to boo uh, mention. On yeah. How many episodes of this when, podcast? When we. <laughs> when Christine says, Tom didn't delete that uh, raw from our DVR for two years. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. Because because you're I loved on, it so much. On TV. I, think I was on TV. A... And I found us at the, the raw in July also. But that, <laughs> when we say boo boo to boo, like it, it, it's an inside joke because my wife here we go my wife tries to turn the corn <laughs> not, not the corn my wife tries to guess the songs of the wrestlers it's kind of funny like she'll just scream like glorious yeah so boop boot boop is john cena's like the trumpets yeah so that that's where that joke comes from. So that was that was our two minute explanation of inside jokes you with our wives. Get her to sing it for like maybe thirty seconds and then cut it and use oh, it as the intro. Just record. If it. anybody out there wants to make us Although an she's intro listening, song, so it's not a special. Yeah, if anybody wants to make us an intro song out there, we're taking uh we're taking inquiries about that. So if you have any demos out there for Sunset Flip Radio, um, yeah, that would let us know. Be- that's an actual That'd be pretty cool. Uh, plug. That, that's an actual plug because what we've been using uh, this time we use Old the street profits. Yeah, we've been using wrestling theme music uh, for the first ten seconds. So, if anybody out there wants to make us a a, a beat or a song, just let us know. Uh, send us a message at Sense of Flip Radio on Instagram and and Facebook. I'll give you like two dollars. Yeah, <laughs> and a free plug. That's all I got. <laughs> and if anyone's if anybody wants to sponsor us, that, there you go. If anyone wants to sponsor us, let us know. Uh, maybe uh, we should get a sponsor that does knee braces and yeah. ankle braces for Tom, please. <laughs> knee anybody braces. in the healthcare? Yeah, uh, anybody in can help Tom out. <laughs> yes, please. Um, so back to the edge a, a gurney. <laughs> a gurney. So, so the greatest wrestling match from the greatest wrestling match ever. Now the beginning was cool. Um, now when I so saw you started talking about the MSG. Yeah. Now and like Charles Robinson's a, wearing the blue shirt mm-hmm, with the little bow tie. With the little bow tie. And like the MSG little uh, microphone drops drop down from the ceiling. And then we see a hologram not a hologram, but like pictures of Howard Finkel. You saw Finkel, but you heard his voice yeah. introduce him and they cut it perfectly. I don't, it was great. <sighs> you're gonna tell me you're right now that you didn't like that? I didn't think the need for the MSG thing. I don't like. I didn't get that. It sets up. It all works as one. Maybe the from talk- that to Fink, like you can't have that come down like that and not hear Finkel's voice. Yeah, the Fink, and and vice versa. You know, it all ties into everything that they were trying to promote for this match. You know, Finkel was the first guy signed to WWF. W he was WWWF. Yes, and, and then when Vince the bought it, first employee. Yes, he was the first employee of the WWF. Yeah. So, number one. What's your badge number? One. <laughs> one. <laughs> uh, one. Uh, uh, so when like, so so when the match starts, we see some 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 good wrestling work. You know, a couple uh, drop downs. You know, class, well, classic classic wrestling. It started with a collar and elbow tie up. Yeah. So and a camera from underneath, which I'm sure they reshot or did that last. Yeah, and just added it, and and they did give us the the preview. Byron sacked and said during the match because this match of of this kind is so 
you know, it's in a small setting. They wanted to make it bigger by piping in crowd noise and having multiple camera angles. Correct, correct. Yeah. I mean, I didn't mind the crowd noise. I mean, to me, I really wasn't paying that much attention to it. I mean, what do you think of that? It was weird. Yeah? Did you think so? It was because you can pipe in crowd noise, but when there's no crowd there or, you know, I mean, there was, but... Not enough people to make... There's about, what, like, 50... Did you see, like, the random old guys that were on Raw and SmackDown recently? They let random people in. Just, like, random people in. But when there's not... When the voice doesn't match what's going on, it's weird. You know? So it just... you Okay, so thank you for that little... um, They said they made it known that... That's what they were doing. Yeah. So I appreciate it. Rather than just doing it, they had to give the like, fan. Oh, what the hell is going on? They had to give the fan the heads up. It didn't match the level uh, of. You know that was in a crowd, obviously. Yeah. Okay. Do we? Su- I, I don't want to suspend disbelief that much like that. Mm-hmm. Um, if they could, they could have toned it down. I thought it worked. It was actually really nice because it it did. If you close your eyes a little bit, it did make you feel like. You were watching. They were in like Philly filming this paper yeah. or something, you know, uh, an really arena. Nice, but yeah. yeah, in an arena, right? Um, but I, I liked it. Um, not as much as I, I think I could have liked it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did like the different cam- different camera angles. Were there different camera? Angles? Yeah, there was a camera on top of the ring post. So you were hovering, looking down. I like yeah. that. I there like was that look. there that was, was the cool. underneath. Like the like the camera was laying on the mat. Yeah, they did that like once or twice. Yeah, there was the overhead shot. There was a camera on the posts. They could have done that with the camera laying down. They could have done that filming through the ring post like they've done before. Yeah, that's From what I meant. Yeah, like, yeah. Um, that's happened before. You know what I mean? That that, ain't, that shit ain't news. Yeah. Any questions? No, just Christine says, <laughs> "What's a boot boodoo?" <laughs> but we answered that. Yeah, but like that. Over the court. Now this match went around like thirty to thirty-five minutes, and we didn't time it because we kind of knew it. Yeah, we 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 kind of read about it, but Edge looked good. Again, the story was the story was there. That that didn't need any explanation. So the match, uh, you and I didn't like it right off the bat because the match started so so slow. slow. So again, this part of the podcast is called rest holds. So this is this is where the rest this holds. This was come the in. rest holds, correct? Yeah. This is your wrestled uh, part of the podcast <laughs> where we just kind of phone it in for a yeah. while. Um, it was so slow. It was very slow. And then a little bit I, too I, slow, maybe. At at first, a hundred percent. Yeah, I was like, oh god. And I looked at you, and you and I were both bored. Yeah, I was a little bored. With My the first wife was months. asleep, as always. <laughs> yeah. Um, Christine was Chris- on her phone. Christine was on her phone, but she was actually watching. Yeah. So kudos to Christine. Yeah. But it was so slow. Now the last twelve minutes or so. That that was really good because they they yes. started to chain wrestle a lot. Yeah. Um, and then they started to drop other people's finishers and all this other stuff, and I really like that. Um, I like the rock bottom it, thrown in there. I do too. It's a great move. It is. If you didn't do that to your younger siblings, then I rock bottom my dad to this. Day. I'll do it to my brother right now, yeah. and I'm 32 <laughs> years old, and I'm the oldest. I'll do it to him. And right the pedigree. Now and... Why did I do it? Because I fucking could. Yeah. yeah. And he hit what two RKOs? I think two and a punt. Two and a punt. Because he, he got him off the rope one time, mm-hmm. um, which was all right because he landed on his shoulder. He turned and he fell on his shoulder, um, edge, 
um, yeah. Matt RKO, and then later on he would hit him with the punt. A good part of the, a good part of the match also was the <laughs> Aubrey. I was not asleep. <laughs> Christine can vouch. <laughs> the um like <laughs> the 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 facial reactions from both wrestlers I thought were really good. It kind of did tell the story of the match also. Well, they they've been those are two of the great. I mean, they're great storytellers. Uh, they're veterans, so, yeah. So they know that. Facial expressions sell mm-hmm. a lot more than words can sometimes. Yeah. And a facial expression can replace um, just a sentence and just make it so much better. And they knew that. And they played to their strengths. These guys know each other very well. Um, they grew up together, you know, pretty much. Tag like, team champions tag team together. Champs. Yeah. And then, and a rated RKO. Yeah. Underrated a lot of, tag team. <laughs> I was going to say he showed so much grit. Um, <laughs> you looked at me too. You were yeah. Like, he showed so much grit. God. Well, we won't see Edge for eight months, but I mean, my my oh, my opinion of the match, rough. my opinion of the match was started off slow, picked up in the middle, and then peaked at the end, which is a typical wrestling match. Yeah. Was it the greatest wrestling match of all time? No. Was it a very very good match? Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. It hit all the key parts and telling a, and, and what a great match is all about. There's other things that go into the match. I mean, yeah. it's the promo work the that promo, lead into it. The psychology. What you do before the match helps your match as a whole. It can either kill you or it can make it even better. Absolutely. Promo, um, facial expressions, timing, obviously mm-hmm. timing. Um, and, you know, obviously moveset, you know, and, and how you work with the other guy can definitely make that so much better and actually make it the greatest wrestling match ever. Yeah. You know? So, again, it was good. I liked it. I don't want to call it the greatest wrestling match. No, but watch it back. But watch it back. Now, now, the advantage that they had was that. So, if I'm going to watch Backlash from this year again, that's the Mm -hmm. only reason why I'm going to watch it is because of that match. Absolutely. You and everybody else, I mean, you know, are going to watch that match. That's yeah. a highlighted thing. That's what they were selling. That was yeah. the main event. That was the main event. So, Shit. we're going to go to the count out part oh, <laughs> of why we call the podcast. God. We're not, we're not, I mean, you know, we'll talk about, we're talking about backlash and stuff like that, but um, the count out part, why are we doing double count outs for a title belt at a pay-per-view? Vince changed the finish. He did. I read it. He did a, a day or two ago. He what was the original? It. I don't know. Uh, I didn't say. <laughs> well, basically, Nia Jax and Oscar had a raw match on a pay per view and ended in a double count out. Correct. That's the best way to describe it. They had a raw match. On they a had a raw match on a pay per view. Next and day, listen, just be glad nobody spent money. Yeah. To go see this. Yeah. I mean, uh, well, let me take that back because it would have been a little bit different. But you know what I mean. Absolutely. If you would have seen that at oh my god the place would have booed oh yeah and, and i and i do, and i do i do think that the crowd would have made the breakfast match so much better we really are now starting to miss this crowd yeah everybody's starting to come into their own because all the wrestlers have been doing this for a while now and now if they are doing what they're doing now in front of a live audience it would be so much better they'd have so many more viewers uh, so we're now entering a stage where now okay we're missing we're really starting to hurt by this live crowd not being there. And they're doing the best they can do. Yeah, they really of course, are. Of course. Yeah. And listen, I'm never going to knock them. They're, 
they're coming. I'm watching their content, no matter what it is and how shitty it can be. Yeah, I'm watching it every week. We say this every week. Yeah. We get pissed <laughs> off, and you go on your new I day love rant, you. right? And you go on your new day rants and whatever. But guess uh, what? We're gonna watch it. We like to talk about it. We yeah. love to talk about we it. We love talking. That's about what it. we do. That's what we do. Now the whole women's championship program on Raw. It's being set up for a triple threat, obviously. Yep. And so, you said that. We so talked about that. This on is <laughs> again, this is wrestling one on one. You have Nia Jax double count out. Right? Yep. It technically it's a tie. The next night she gets cheated out of a win because she pushed John Cone, John Cone fast counted her. Right. On Raw. Now so being reprimanded. Now, right, Charlotte Reigns is <laughs> no, I, I like Charlotte. Uh, Charlotte. <laughs> it's once again. So does your. So dad. does my dad. Charlotte is wrestling Oscar for the belt on Monday, and you know what we're gonna see? We're gonna see Nia interfere. Interfere, and it's gonna set up a match at Extreme Rules, Triple Threat. Because you don't have a match. So. Yes. Yep. That match will get made first, I think. But that Nia will finally lose. Yes. And then you'll finally get your Oscar Charlotte. Yes. Which will culminate at SummerSlam. Summer Take it to the bank. Right. It's wrestling. It's wrestling one on one. Yeah. It, it's going to happen. I mean, I, I'm not going to spend any more time talking about Nia Jax. Oh, please. So, please, so. Please don't. We don't. <laughs> people are going to start tuning out the five of them. Yeah. There's only five people. Yeah. And again, I'm one of them. You're one of them. That's Your okay. wife's one of them. It's okay. It's early. That's fine. Our wives, they support. They, they support. Uh, now. Now, now, now we're getting to ninjas. Now, the ninja, the, the ninja part of the podcast. And they're uh, still running with this, by because there's something coming up on well, on Monday when, for when, Raw with the Kiritsis out. Yeah, and that dude is seven feet tall. He's an NXT guy. Yeah. Yep. Seven three. Seven three. Yeah. God, he's like minute bull. Yeah. <laughs> it's a Kiritsis against our truth for the twenty four seven title on Monday. But so I'm sitting on the couch at Alex's house watching Backlash. And uh, Tom Phillips comes in and says, now it's time for our tag team title belt, title championship match. Which they had just announced earlier that day. Yeah. And, and then I texted like, oh, you. you. I was like, yep. told you. Yeah. <laughs> so it gets pushed to the second to last match. Mm-hmm. And Tom Phillips was like, we had to cut to the parking lot because the Viking Raiders and Street Profits are fighting. All right. This is cool. Right. You thought. What? I like, thought something was going to happen, and, and, and then it would carry itself back into the ring. Cinematic, right? Cinematic. They're doing this, and then they love they. Now that they know they can do this, they love oh, it. And I think they God. need to kind of lay off on it. Yeah. Now they're abusing it. So they just did it for NXT. So yeah, we're watching it, and like all of a sudden we hear motorcycles. We're like, what the hell is this? And just ninjas come into the fucking the... Yakuza. <laughs> yeah. Ninjas come in, and then Akira Tozawa, who we haven't seen. I mean, he had he was in the cruiserweight uh, tournament, correct? Right, and we see him a lot. We see him. We see him. A he lot. was on Raw a lot. Yeah. I mean, granted, he lost matches, but somebody like, likes him enough. Yeah. Listen, if you were on television, I, I think he was that a good means wrestler. Something, even if you're yeah. not doing dick. So, <laughs> so like it was kind of funny because I'm laughing and I'm like, what the hell is this? So it's the Viking Raiders and the Street Profits team up to be the. The Viking Prophets? Yeah. Yeah. The logo and everything. Yeah. And they're finding these ninjas on motorcycle bikes. I'm like, 
What the? Uh, whose idea was this? It, it was like a. This is McMahon, like all over it. I think. You know what it was? It was like Romeo must die. Yeah. <laughs> That's basically was... what it was, but wrestling. Yeah. And like, it was okay. Like every bad action movie with every cliche, all in one. Yeah. So. But like you. Okay, listen. If you're gonna do it, fine. But did you have to actually waste pay per view time when you could have put this on the pre-show? Or something? Yeah. You could put. You could put on the pre-show. So, so so, let's get this straight. So you had on the pre-show, it was Andrade versus and Apollo. Apollo. Those guys aren't getting paid money or they won't get residuals because you wanted a fucking ninja show. <laughs> and those guys are going to get paid to do it. Yeah. Think of it in that sense. I feel That's bad. Fucked up. I feel bad for Apollo and Andrade. Yeah. Apollo's evolving into a character who is going to turn heel. heel. We we're going to yeah. we're going to we're going to mention that in a minute. But. Like when when I saw the ninjas happen, and I'm like, when I saw the ninjas, <laughs> when that's I saw fucking the ninja, absurd. That was so I I can't believe I just said that sentence when I saw the ninjas <laughs> happening. But like, there was no teenage mutant ninja turtles. That's no. the only way your eye get, it's you wrestling. Get my invested in touch. And and I know that WWE has to have a, a comedic aspect of their viewers. Um, some people think some but, of the stuff is funny, but to an but extent, though. to an extent. But then to bring it back the next day when you're gonna have the profits and the Raiders. Wrestle for the tag team championship, right? Didn't they? No, no, who no, 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 this, no, no. Who knows at this point? They came matter. out together, and then Tazawa they, comes yeah. out with his giant ninja. Yeah, and like they take care of some of the smaller ninjas, and then the Big Show comes out. All right, so you mean to tell me that the Big Show is the guy that makes <laughs> the match? Again, by the way. <laughs> Whatever, I, I lost track. There's a Big Show counter. So put it on the wall. <laughs> yeah. So Big Show is the is the voice of reason to set up a match between them two for next week for the uh, WWE Tag Team Titles. The Big Show, right? Who's gonna turn heel? You know this, right? Again, and cost somebody. This is this is this this is setting up this is to the be same troop every time. Yeah, this is setting up to be the. I mean, I think I think I think the Viking Raiders will turn, but Big Show is gonna help the heel then turn heel. Because the running joke is, how many big show turns are there? Well, they know that, so they're going with. They're it. going with yeah, it. Going Everyone with knows it. that they're going with Everybody it. Everybody knows. Turn into the skid. Yeah, turn it. Yeah. So, like, I was surprised that they called out the big show when the big ninja came in. I didn't expect that. That was pretty cool to see him. But then, like, we saw the big show again, like two more times in the whole show, and he's like, "I got an idea. Let's let's have a match to determine this." Okay. So the thing that the wrestling fans have wanted to see for the past five weeks. It culminates with the Big Show coming back and doing it. What the fuck? Come they on. Do, well, hold on. They do that a lot with Big Show, though. So, as silly as it was to see Big Show, I didn't mind it, but it actually made sense because he was in something serious with Christian. So they used him for more than what it was. So I hate to say it, it was pretty good on their part. Like it, they they kind of tied it up a little bit, where it's like, all right, here's some garbage stuff here's some air on. here's some air time here's some, yeah and then here's some actual content and like like uh, it was a teaching moment for christian yeah and then he went and made his announcement or whatever so which i was actually and speaking of that i was super pumped i thought he really was gonna wrestle because that caught me off guard because nobody had talked about that 
And I just like being surprised now. Yeah. Because I feel like I can't be surprised anymore. I'm not going to lie about it. I read it half an hour before it happens. Phone. No, <laughs> I didn't. I, 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 I well, looked you, it up. You're a sucker for that. I am. You I can't was get one, out of your own way. I was the one that told you that Becky Lynch was pregnant. Yeah, you did. And I was like, I want to find out. I don't know. You son of a bitch. Right. Because it wasn't mine. Yeah. <laughs> right. Okay. So, I mean, we're 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 going to see that match on Raw. Yeah. Okay. And Dominic, I I just the only, the only thing I'm going to talk about Raw is I'm liking the turn that we're starting to see on Apollo Crews because Shelton Benjamin's coming, which is great. I like that veteran aspect coming back Apollo Lashley. MVP is getting this group slowly it's like a nation of domination 2020 to, yeah that's gonna be good i'm enjoying the apollo he cheated to win so we're starting to see that and we're starting to see Dom- dominic came out and attacked rollins and escaped so ray's coming back i think on monday which is good so we'll see that but one of the biggest events that happened on tv this week was i loved loved the bray wyatt Braun Strowman. Oh, I know you did. And I'm surprised you didn't I, even text me. I'm saving it for this one. Oh, okay, I, okay. Let me tell you something about Bra- Bray <laughs> let Wyatt. T- let me tell you let something, me tell you something brother. Bray Wyatt is probably, no, definitely like the mastermind of promos right now in, in WWE. Like, I got so excited watching this. When he came out, when he flipped the switch, he turned from Mr. Rogers... Right. To a little sadistic, to his old gimmick. He's going to wrestle at Extreme Rules as that character. Mm. And then he's going to wrestle Strowman at SummerSlam as the Fiend and take the belt. Wow. That's what's going to happen. I'll put it in the bank right now. That, the, makes, that it, makes sense it's like because it, it before it did it. It's like the three faces of Mick Foley. Well, somebody, Do love. Somebody said that. Yeah. yeah. Three faces of uh, Foley. Who said that? Somebody did on like the 434 oh, or yeah. something. Somebody wrote an article. Yeah. So. We're going to see that from Bray Wyatt, and it's smart. And I think it's his idea because I think everybody else is too stupid to realize that. I think he has full creative control at this point. He is ridiculous. And as and you can tell, he did not lose a step in that promo as Bray Wyatt. No, but it was... As the Eater of Worlds, as... It, it, it was different, though. Like, I knew he was... Just because the look is different, Yeah, it would, he's a lot slimmer than he was at that point. And... Um, his hair was a little bit different. Like mm. it, he, has, it like, he has, he has like the he has like the blonde dreads in. Yeah, I knew yeah. it was different, but the same at the same time. If mm-hmm. if you follow me there, um, but it was it was so refreshing actually. It was. I really enjoyed it. And what it, and we said a couple weeks ago, either the if the fiend didn't come out during backlash, he's coming out on the SmackDown after backlash, and that's what happened. That was smart that he that they did that. Yeah, and like the promo that he gave talking about how the past. He's bringing back the past. Right. The birth of, of of Braun Strowman was during that gimmick that Bray had. It's going to be good. Yeah. Now, I want him to keep going with it. Until SummerSlam. Extreme Rules. Do we see it? Do we finally see a sister Abigail at some point? No, An actual we won't. physical. Do you remember that? Uh, with the uh, um, Finn Balor stuff? Yeah, that sister was Abigail point. was Bray Wyatt would have with like pantyhose on his head or something like that. Yeah. That was weird. But this, the, the Braun Strowman Bray Wyatt slash Fiend 
feud is 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 going to be building up. I think it's going to be good. It actually makes me want to watch it. Yeah, because the Ms. Morrison that didn't do anything for me. <sighs> and the other thing about yes. um, yes. well, we'll get there. But the other good part about SmackDown was um, I really thought it was the promo for um, that's better by the way. Oh, uh, thing. Yeah, I thought it was the promo with uh, Sonya Deville. Oh, that was great. That was money. She that was awesome. She she let him have it. Yeah, and it was her time. It was supposed to be a feature for Mandy, but it was actually more so for Sonya, and it was all for her. Yeah. Uh, Mandy really didn't say much other than whatever she said. And you bored with her yet? Who? Mandy? No, because there's, there's more There's more to it. We're getting somewhere here. We didn't need to see Otis either. No, and it was he perfect. Was, it was fine. It was perfect. You've seen him in the first segment. Yeah, around, him and Tucker. Like, gyrating. Around the, the ring, yeah. And that was it. That was fine. It was perfect. We don't need to see Otis every time. Nope. Think about on SmackDown. Who did we see? We saw Matt Riddle and AJ Styles, which is like the culminating point. Like yeah. the, the great way to kick it off. And we saw Bray Wyatt turn into Bray Wyatt. And, and we you've you seen Mojo versus uh, Chaggy, like Shorty uh, G. Yeah, Chaggy, but whatever that. Now my boy is getting my boy's getting some time. Uh, Cesaro, my boy and Shinsuke is finally getting to the because they're getting the Forgotten Son spot. Yeah, because guess they're what? Like, it doesn't fucking matter. They're going to no. lose at Extreme uh, Rules. That's true. Right? But he did kind of like... I felt like he was really being real when he was like pissed off and angry yeah. at the announce table. Absolutely. I thought that was great. He He's coming back now a little bit, which is nice. But, I mean, they'll burn him at the end, but... Yeah. What, but, was there a finisher? Basically, a Cesaro swing with a Kinsasha? Uh, yeah. They've done that before, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, because they, they tagged a little bit here and there, right? That's true with Sami Zayn and stuff, yeah. Yeah, and SmackDown was SmackDown was okay. It was. It was. It was I, okay. I I actually watched it. Uh, did I watch it live? I didn't watch. I, it I live. watched it live. Yeah, I watched. I did watch it live. The only thing I didn't watch was the bail. Was uh, Sasha against Nikki Cross? I fast forward through that match. Oh my god, they wouldn't shut up on commentary. Yeah, that was actually pissing me off. Like they're just so they're over the top. And they didn't really. So like, be. did you see how Tamina was there? Yeah, so she was like, just regular Tamina. Yeah, so like her gimmick of being like, a, and like a mental patient, that's gone, right? I mean, that was airtime for the women, whatever. Now, Vince is digging his hands into creative now for NXT. Great. Guess what Vince did, right? Vince is the one who made the call for this champion versus champion match in two weeks. Okay. So so, so we had the Finn Balor, Gargano, Keith Lee, triple threat for the North American title. Which I love that match. Yeah. If, if they actually let it play out. If they let it go, they let that match go 35 minutes. Although. Who do you want to win? Well, no. it's um, uh, Remember, there's takeover's no. Takeover's not for a while, so. Yeah. Now. Mm. This is going to go two ways, I think. I think that we're going to see... You get a double champ or you get something. There's gonna, no DQ. So there's I mean, no DQ. So I kind of feel like it's going to be Lee against Cole. So what belt's on the line? They both are. Okay, so Cole will be double champ? No. Maybe Cross comes in and interferes. Well, if he interferes, it doesn't matter. It's a DQ. It is a DQ? Yeah, and a champ or a champ, it's a DQ. But it's a regular a tri- wrestling match. It's a triple threat. No, I'm talking about the second part of the match. I'm talking about the match next week. Like, oh. after that. 
Like I think Lee's gonna win. Balor, oh, Gargano, oh, oh, oh. Lee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And then, I, then whoever wins that wrestles Cole. You're right. Okay, so yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. That's gonna go two ways. That's gonna go with either um, Cross coming out or someone being a double champ. So there's only three belts and four belts in NXT. If you include the cruiserweight, you get one yeah. guy carry half the belts. I mean, you have it. In, you have it, it in women it right now. They yeah. did it before. Who? With uh, Cole and. When Cole had to kind of fill in. Oh yeah, he yeah, yeah he wrestled that one match as part of the yeah uh, undisputed I mean, era. So I mean technically, technically yeah. yeah. But is it Lee's time? No, I don't know. I don't think so. I think Cole Cole's gonna have to lose, right? Who do you who do you think is gonna lose to Cole? I mean, who thinks Cole's gonna lose to? I think it's Lee, but not now. It's complicated because I think it could be so many people, really. I don't think because I, th- I can see the direction that they go to. Balor Lee Cross, Cross not I, yet. I like Balor Lee Cross. I like all three. Yeah, give me all three. Gargano, he's no, he's done. I think Gargano's not going to be champ for a little bit. He's been in NXT for so long. He's been multiple champ, right? Yeah. So I'm fine with that. You pull the plug on Balor. Like, do you let do you let Balor go and and do it? Yeah. Yeah. Give him something to. I mean, NXT was his 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 muse. I mean, back, like okay, we're talking he was about, NXT. We're talking about NXT, right? So like, because ta- when Balor got there, I just started watching NXT. Well, because it really started to come up on its own. Some of the greatest matches in NXT did involve Balor. Correct. Him and Samoa Joe. Him and Samoa classics. Joe had classic matches. Classic. And I mean, in NXT history, Mister NXT, people say it's Finn Balor. Correct. Yeah. So. Do you give him for right? I mean, yeah, for right now. I mean, you know, people could say uh, Gargano to some extent. Yeah. You know, with uh, all his uh, things with uh, Champa and just his matches in general. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, give it, give it to Balor. But then you have Balor and Cole on USA Network when that can be Takeover City. I mean, I know the, I know they're looking for ratings. You can That's... only have so many, only so many takeovers. You know what I mean? And there's so much. Do you say that for a crowd? You got to save Balor against. You can save all of these for a crowd, but we don't know when that's going to happen. And with everything going on in Florida, the rates are spiking again. So it's likely to not see that. This is this is this is why wrestling on NXT like everyone's talking about. Like I was in a debate in the victory debate thing about the other day about um, like the question was name the last four people that are going to be in the Royal Rumble this year and who's going to win. So like I next next year next year I said AJ Styles cuz the they they owe him for carrying SmackDown. I said Roman Reigns cuz he's always there. <laughs> I said Brock Lesnar and I do think Brock Lesnar is going to win the Royal Rumble and set up him against McIntyre for main event when it's at a crowd. That's what I think. And I said Keith Lee. And the guy that I was debating against said Keith Lee's going to win the Royal Rumble this year. There's no way on God's green earth that Keith Lee's going to win the Royal Rumble. Because all these guys are going to stay in NXT for a little bit. Matt Riddle got called up. Smart move. Because Matt Riddle was kind of in a spot where... He didn't need to be champ. He didn't need to be champ. He had a a good enough gimmick and he was over with the crowd to the fact that he can take the next step up. That's kind of where the dream lies a little bit. Now, the dream they teased with him and Loomis being a tag team. I can see that happening. Right? Do I want to see that happen against Imperium? No. I want to see that happen against the Undisputed Era. Mm-hmm. Right, so 
Matt Riddle was smart. You're not going to call up Lee. You're not going to. There's no way you're going to call up Cole, Lee, and Gargano all at the same time and Champa. Nope. No, no way. You have to keep some of these guys down. A lot of those guys really don't want to go anywhere. Yeah, I don't blame you. Because like, if you throw, if you like, if we throw all these guys into the, into the brands, right? You have nothing to replace it. Yeah, exactly. Who's the next guys after that? Go ahead. I'll wait. Damian Priest. I like him though. Yeah, <laughs> I like him though. Hold on a second. He's like turning into a face now. Yeah. Yeah, I like him though. Yeah, <laughs> Damian Priest, he's he's next. I mean, I'm not Cameron Grimes is a mid card NXT guy. Face Dijakovic. We haven't we haven't seen him. I think he's going to come to Raw though. Maybe maybe he's the enforcer that comes out. Like Seth Rollins adds him. Ooh. Maybe we see him this week. You never know. Damn. You never know. That would be cool. But like, yeah, you're right. I mean, who else in the NXT roster? The Undisputed Era guys, Roderick Strong, Dexter Loomis. If you don't add Dream in there, like yeah, nah. Dream can't go for the title. That's as long as Cole's the champ, correct? So I mean, right now Dream's out of the equation. It so, would, it would, so it would be funny is if if Dream costs Cole a match where he lost the belt. He did it on purpose, so he loses, so he can go challenge the guy who won. That's not bad. that would be actually great booking, because booking. you're working around fantasy booking, right? Fantasy booking one on one. Yeah, you're you're beating the system that way, and you're working around um, what's been thrown at you. Yeah. I like that. That actually came off the top right here. Look at that top of the dome. We don't have any scripts here, by the way, for the four <laughs> fucked up corkboard <laughs> fucked up corkboard for the four people watching we don't have any scripts here we're just kind of talking on top of the dome um the four, oh, four, it's a 4k 4000 four. one day one day one day one day yeah who, who else joined mm, my uncle mark oh nice so the the NXT division they can't afford to have any call ups no no and i think everybody's fine with it because there's so much Story you haven't told with oh, all four yeah. of those guys together in some Let way. them sit there. It's fine. That's fine. You've got a good two years of yeah. all that stuff there. And those there's, guys. There's plenty. Like, there's enough guys on Raw. Balor's the older of the yeah. group. So there's there's enough guys on Raw and SmackDown for them to have fun. Yeah. So the NXT guys, where the best wrestling is happening week in and week out. Right. We're having we're gonna have two phenomenal matches in the next two weeks. The Balor Lee and Gargano match is gonna be ridiculous. Yeah. And is it? I'm gonna throw. I'm gonna throw Gargano out. Uh, Balor or Lee? I think it's Lee. I think they're saving Balor for later. I think it's gonna be Lee against Cole. Okay. And then. So who does Balor beat later then? I think that maybe he said. Huh. I don't know. Here's you have to think. So these are the things you got to think about. I mean, he can beat. How about this? This could happen. How about Lee? Lee goes right. Lee loses the Cole. Balor beats. Cole. I'll tell you if, if Balor beats Cole for the North American title. Balor beats Cole. Um, okay. Okay. He's okay. Two-time okay. champion. Got it. Got it. Champion. Yeah. So, and then Lee goes after Cole. Okay. Again, maybe. For the. No, that makes no sense. I don't know. Of of those guys you said who would come up, yeah, the first person I think would be Lee. Yes, Lee. Lee because would get of called Survivor out. Series, because yeah. of the Rumble, because he's 
just that good. It's not going to be Balor because he was already up. No. So. He'll come up again later, but just way yeah. down the and road. And Cross, no, no, not even close. No, it's too early to talk about that. Like, we can talk about the fact that he's going to have a domination of a ch- of a title. Who's going to beat him? Who's going to beat him? He squashed Ciampa. He beat a guy who never lost a belt in six minutes. Right, and we still haven't kind of ran that back either. Yeah. He just lost the belt. You sound better, by the way, like that. Nothing. Like, with it tilted? Yeah. Yeah. All right, it's right here. we got to remember that. Yeah, remember that angle. Um, so I think NXT is the most intriguing brand right now. I mean, there, there are some storylines from other shows. Like right now I'm, I'm invested in now I'm invested in Bray Wyatt and Strowman just because of Bray Wyatt's aura and appearance. Right. On, if you said that to me a couple of weeks ago, I wouldn't have believed you. Like, huh? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm raw. The only thing I'm really intrigued is what's going on with Dominic and that, that and the Apollo Crews. Yeah. MVP kind of thing because I'm, I'm really curious where they're going with MVP and I I, I feel like they're dragging it out I, I want them to rip this band-aid off already yeah or put the pieces of the puzzle a little bit more clearly for me so mm-hmm. I can put it together myself absolutely I don't care about Seamus I and see what, Hardy no, anymore God, no. I'm done with that that is such a stupid fucking build for a feud it's ridiculous do you know that Fox didn't approve that that pee throwing they incident went, they went to commercial I think yes, like right in, in, the, in west, the middle of it on the West, west Coast, Coast. They went to commercial, right? Because they didn't approve that that segment. Uh, Fox didn't. Like, come on, you're better than that, guys. Like, yeah. no one. I don't think anyone's really invested in that. Yeah, Sheamus got over, which I was kind of surprised. But like, come on, like this is turning into like the Roman Reigns, uh, Bron- uh, Baron Corbin feud that lasted like nine months. And culminated at Royal Rumble. I think it was like seven, but yeah. Like, come on, like, stupid. Yeah. Like, uh, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna waste time talking about the new day either. I'm not gonna, <laughs> not gonna waste time talking about the new day. Oh no, please don't. Oh no, stop it. Wait, oh. stop it. Wait. But the uh, the NXT is where it's at right now. Yeah, that's must for, watch television for the time being. Must watch Wednesday. You watch that live, yes. And Monday and Friday, Monday you can watch. Monday I watch Raw live because I'm, I'm, I'm. It's old school. Yeah, yeah. you have to yep. watch Raw. You do. Like yep. you have to. It's like oh, it's Monday night. I'm eating dinner's done at seven. I'm watching Friday, Raw at eight. Friday to me, listen. I don't think they should have moved SmackDown off the Tuesday. That's it. Should have. That's hard because I'm more inclined to watch it Tuesday live because Friday's Friday. It's the summertime on Friday. Yeah. Why do you especially, think television shows end in mid-May because yeah. people go outside? Yeah, especially now especially now that restaurants are opening up outside now. Yeah. Like, you can go to Asbury Park, you can go to Belmar, you right. can go to Manasquan, eat outside. Yeah, Red Bank, yep. Yeah, Red Bank. So, I mean, like, who's going to who's gonna stay in and watch Raw uh, SmackDown Live? Maybe kids that are 8 to 15? Yeah. The only way right? I'm going to watch it live is if I take my television outside and I stream it yeah. on Fox Now or whatever and yeah. sit out in my on my back deck. Yeah, like I'll I'll watch it, you know, I can watch it on my phone sitting on sitting outside. Sometimes I watch it Saturday morning yeah. or right before I come here. <laughs> or <laughs> or, if, or if it's torrential downpour and you're stuck inside. Yeah. I'll watch I'll watch it live, but I mean I have that DVR for a reason. I know I'm never going to watch it live. Exactly. But Raw on Monday nights because Monday nights I'm hanging out at home, I'm watching Raw live. You've been doing that since what? 93. Yeah, 93. Yeah. Monday night Raw. It's always Monday night Raw. Never, it's never been Thursday night Raw. No, it's always Monday night Raw. And like and then we talk about now now let's talk about programming. 
You know, is, is it smart that they're doing Monday, Wednesday, Friday? I don't think so. It gives you that day in between. Yeah. But I mean, again, like you said, if you throw viewers on Tuesdays and Tuesday Smackdown. You should have just get Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday yeah. and then leave the rest. And if you have guess Sunday, what? you got four days in a row. Because guess what? AEW is only doing Wednesdays. Right. For the foreseeable future. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if they were really smart, they would, they would move NXT to Tuesdays and put Fox on Wednesdays. Because they're, they're going to draw a million viewers every time on, on, uh, on SmackDown. What do you mean? Oh, oh, at least yeah, a million. because so it's on it Fox. kills them. Mm. Yeah. Because... See, it's a network thing, though. That's yeah. a little bit different. I mean, Fox on cable. Wednesdays. I know Fox has all those shows, like 911 and, like, The Masked Singer and all these shows. Oh, yeah. So, like, if you think about it, Friday night, like, what shows are on TV on Friday night? Besides... Re- reruns. There's no TGIF anymore. There ain't oh, no Danny Tanner. No. There ain't no Steve Urkel in ABC. Uh, what was you it? know uh, what I mean? Dinosaurs. Dinosaurs, yeah. So, like, is, is it smart? Step, step yeah. by step. I mean, I think it was really smart that, NXT, that they took NXT off the network and put them on USA. Yes, I, I do like that. Yeah. But, the you know, NXT, the feel of NXT is the whole... I mean, like, to me, the NXT atmosphere trumps everybody else because you're filming in a... And at full sale studios, which it's is like meant to be there, which is like the size of this was. room. Yeah. I mean, how many people fit there? Was it like a thousand maybe? Yeah, give or take. Yeah. And it, it, it's it, like you're on top of each other, which is so cool, too. And so that, it's louder. Yeah, yeah it's louder. Sure. That's what makes it special. Right. But the, the, the programming, I don't think it's going to change in the foreseeable future. And now they're not doing any more Saturday takeover, so Sundays are going to be always pay-per-view days now. Except, I think, when the Hall of Fame comes back. So you're going to have yeah, yeah. Friday, Saturday, but that, Sunday. But that's a one-off. That's yeah. a once a thing. That's fine because Sundays were always meant for pay-per-view. So yes. if you try to do it on Saturday, it's a little different viewing habits. Saturday's still Saturday. People are out drinking. There's UFC you have to go up against sometimes. Um, you know things like that you have to think about. Yeah. So so if any if oh by the way if anyone's watching uh, ask us any questions about wrestling that you want to talk about and we will gladly answer them. You can ask us anything you want about wrestling. Except, like except for that. Except in that in that no I'm kidding. <laughs> no I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, you know I, I was listening to um I, I don't know why I was doing this but like. For like 10 minutes of each show the past week, I was listening to the commentators and like how the commentators are so different. On each brand? Yeah. So I was listening to Tom Phillips. I was listening to Mara Rennell. I was listening to Michael Cole. Right. Michael Cole has no energy. No, no. I noticed noticed that too. Right. Did you notice? Did you ever pick that up? Friday was pretty boring. Like boring. Like, and you can clearly tell. Like, remember when he told me? It's very like. Remember? uh, when you computer yeah yeah when you told me about when aj styles got traded right yep like you said oh did you hear that voiceover like again this friday on there was a couple times all episode anything that wasn't like what you've seen in the ring yeah came in lower because i i turned my television up i thought it was me and it wasn't it was all episode when they went to talking points that wasn't action in the ring or whatever mm-hmm. michael cole it sounded like he was in a closet recording yeah, over stuff that was really weird what you were seeing on television that's exactly what it was and 
So they rewrote it, redid this or whatever enough that he had to go record stuff because you know it wasn't. It wasn't. He he's it, it lacking didn't match the audio. He's lacking. I think the energy now. More Ranello is filming from his house. Yeah, and he is kicking out. He's ten like times literally a, sitting on that little futon that you have over here. Yeah, doing calling commentary as it as it happened or however yeah. they're doing or whatever. Like like I said earlier, the best commentary team, in my opinion, is Raw. Yeah, you had the best personalities. Tom Phillips is good. I think he's good. Byron Saxon I think is good. Samoa Joe brings another part. Samoa Joe brings the the wrestler aspect. I mean, even though Brian Saxon was a wrestler, I mean, you know, Corey Graves to me is getting a little bit too big. I think. I think his ego is getting a little bit too big. He hasn't really been saying. He's much. got two podcasts now. He's banging Carmella. You know, like he has his little pencil. Like I don't think he. He's got his little pencil. Yeah, like I don't. He's not. He's not really. I don't feel like he's as vocal anymore. No, he's not. Right now, he's not. Ever since they went away from the live crowds. Yeah. He's not as vocal anymore. It's really. He, I um, think he was more vocal on Raw. Yeah. When 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 he was with Renee Young too. In Byron. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Shut up, Saxton. Shut up, Saxton. <laughs> like, I, I don't know. I think now, when when does WWE pull that plug on Cole, on Michael Cole? Like, he's the guy, so he's got to pull it on himself. <sighs> so bad. And like, and who do you fit in to replace him? Vic Joseph. He's the only guy who's doing? not doing anything. Where's he doing? I don't know. I mean, NXT UK is, doesn't even exist anymore. I don't think. What? Well, does it's just it does on but a hiatus yeah with everything going uh, on i would so. love walter to make a debut somewhere i i would like to see walter come back to nxt something with imperium so 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 because you said that that's a guy who can beat lee walter yeah and then who beats him i don't know but that's way down the line. i was but watching that's the guy if uh, you're asking that the question and i'm gonna answer it that's the guy yeah that's the guy who can do it. i was watching survivor series from last year when he was part of the NXT team and he got buried in like six minutes. I'm like, come on. And everybody was psyched to see him there. Yeah. Like that was a great NXT Survivor Series. You don't see team. him mm. a lot. Nope. Imagine him and Pete Dunn at TakeOver was ridiculous. Uh, the NXT who UK who took him out? Uh, McIntyre took him out, right? Who? Uh, Walter? No. In Survivor Series? Oh, yeah. Yep. Both Strowman and, Wal- and McIntyre did. Okay. But. Like, like you look back on commentators in history. Like, again, the commentators went with the wrestling. Like, Gorilla Monsoon and Bobby Heenan were phenomenal commentators. They brought the comedic aspect because the wrestling was so robotic. It took your mind off of that for a little bit. Yeah. Like, when I was a kid, I watched Gorilla. I listened. Like, well, I would watch the wrestling, but I listened to Gorilla Monsoon and Bobby Heenan. And I would laugh all the time because... Because sometimes... Then it was like really silly too. It was silly you jokes, know? like yeah. you know, like right in the breadbasket. You know what I mean? Like like stupid funny sayings, like Pearl Harbor job. Like when they oh, when like when they get attacked before the bell rings, like that stuff. <laughs> oh like that stuff. Like some of the the phrases that they said were hilarious, and like some of their stuff they did in primetime wrestling. Like those two were just comedic geniuses because it took you off the attention of. The wrestling, because the wrestling was so robotic. Yeah. Now and it was horrible at times. Yeah, which, it was. You know, it was very bad. Yeah. Very generic. Now going in, monsoon leaves. Heenan leaves. Vince comes in. Right. It was a three man booth for a minute, right? Or no? Who? When, when Vince came in. Well, when back in the day. Well, Vince. Now here's the thing with that. Gorilla Monsoon and it was Gorilla Monsoon and Ventura did a lot early. Right. Then right. it was then it was Monsoon and Heenan. Yep. 
And then Vince would throw himself on superstars with people like Ventura, Roddy Piper. And then he had a thing with Mr. Perfect on Raw for a little bit with Jerry Lawler. Mm. Right? And then it was him and Macho Man. Yeah, on Raw. And like Vic something. Like they had uh, some like comedian guy was a commentator on the beginning of Raw. And then Jerry the King Lawler came and you had Jim Ross and stuff. But like at one point it was Vince, Jim, or Vince, JR, and the King. Yeah. And like JR was like a heel. He was like the heel guy because I remember I was watching something in your house, the early in your house, and like they purposely weren't getting the microphone ready for Jim Ross. And like he was like flipping out. He's like, oh, what is this crap and all this stuff. And then we saw Jim Ross and Jerry the Lawler carry the Attitude Era. And the difference between JR and Michael Cole, in my opinion, is just the intensity of JR's voice. Yeah. Like he would hit the high notes like. He, he would he, accentuate the, the situation, the movement in the ring in the yeah. situation. Right. Yeah. And Jerry Lawler would just give his 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 funny jokes and he would talk about the puppies, puppies. and all the diva matches. But like that, that right now in this environment is one of the most important things in wrestling because there is no crowd. There's yes. no, nothing else to help the story. Along. There is, yeah, there's nothing like I think you I think Cole's phoning it in even on the pay-per-view too. Like, oh, he was just like, oh, like, yeah, Phillips called the Edge and Orton match yep. very well. And that's a big thing. Tom that's Phillips a huge call that Tom Phillips called that, not Michael Cole. Right. So because it was a raw match. Right. 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 Like, I don't know. I This is a Michael Cole rant, but just I, I think that I think his time is coming to an end. It's fair. A lot of people. I have hated him for years anyway. Yeah. Like, you mean to tell me that he deserves a WrestleMania match against Jerry the King Lawler? You know they wrestled at WrestleMania? Yes. And 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 Stone Cold was a referee? Yep. Like, you think he deserves that? Absolutely not. Somebody did. Vince, maybe? And then, you know, when he went back to the gorilla, Vince was like, that was the worst Where, yep. crap I've ever seen in my life. Right. <sighs> but he told him to. Yeah, he told him to. This is what you're doing. Just me. Just you? Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> it's just me. <laughs> just Jack. Just Jack. Yeah. Uh, but it's... But there's nobody else who can no. go into that role. No. What's what's the guy that got that got t- taken out? What, Vic Joseph? No, the other guy. Dio Madden. Dio Madden. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I have no idea who I this is. Know. I don't know. I don't know who this is. Dio. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, he's been off for tele for yeah. almost like six, seven months. Ever since Brock uh, F five him. Yeah. <laughs> Guess that must hurt. Through a table. Right. Yeah, through a table. Yep. So again, thank you for listening to Sunset Flip Radio this week. Uh we tested the waters with Facebook Live. Yeah. Yeah. Thank Just you j- thank you for tuning in. And if you're gonna be watching after we went live, thank you for watching. Um we really appreciate that. And we're gonna be doing more of these thank Facebook you. live shows. We're going to be stretching the times out, maybe different days here and there. Yeah. And um, we did, we really didn't give much of a backlash opinion because we talked about the only good parts of backlash, I think. I mean, that that's all you need. That's to all you need to know talking about was Edge and Norton and, you know, why, why we're calling this episode Rest Holds, Countouts, and Ninjas. So, uh, <laughs> so tune in. Um, tune in next Sunday, as always, um, where we'll be releasing the topic in the middle of the week. Have a uh, have a great week. Enjoy wrestling, and as always, take care. And talk to you guys. Soon. We're out later. Take care.